This just in from multidimensional news. Buddha fucks Jesus up the ass saying, I'm sick of that nigger's fat jokes. <laughs> fat jokes? <laughs> Jesus replying, it's okay, that fat motherfucker hasn't seen his dick in five centuries. And now back to our regular scheduled programming. And welcome to our digs. I'm Steve Diggs. I'm Dan Ryan. What are we going to dig into today, Steve? Well, we kind of forgot to talk about it over the last few weeks, and since we've had a little bit of time off since, apparently, I think the plague decided to come through the town. Yeah, I've been sick and lazy. (laughs) And, yeah. That lazy plague, it comes through every now and then. Yeah, it's just like, oh, fuck it. Uh, I don't feel like talking today, which is really weird, because that's how I make my living, is talking... (laughs) Uh, I say we talk about Sons of Anarchy. All right, we have four episodes. I think four we episodes. We got a yeah. The new season came out, and uh, we haven't really talked about it since the pilot. Are they? No, uh, I, I season think we premiere. talked about episode two because episode two I think was before the biggest thing that's happened all right. season. All right, I think. I may be well, wrong. Let's get into that. Uh, let's see. We'll just kind of do a quick rundown and discuss it because yeah. everything now we're so far we're, we're so far behind. jumbled up. Yeah. Okay, well, I think last time we talked about sons that were going into prison. Yep. Uh, Opie punched out the guard just so he could go, which, you know, it wouldn't really happen that way. Opie would actually go to the county jail. Yeah. And then they would have to sentence him to the prison. And which, which well, was, I thought was really weird. Why, I mean, they called that county? That looked like a state penitentiary they were going into. I think I, I don't think know though if you've ever been in a county jail. No, well I've seen them. Uh, yeah, I have. They're not. They don't look like that. I think though, we got to remember that's in like Southern California. They, well, they're Northern California. Nor- Northern California, yeah. They're in Oakland, they, San Francisco. They, area. There might be big prisons out there. California so, yeah. has a pretty big prison that's system. That's true. That's true, and I think they're privatized. They might be. So there you go. Yeah. But that answers that question. So anyway. Oh, uh, they, they go off to prison, and uh, while they're in prison, uh, Pope goes up to Jax, yep. makes him an offer, tells him, you know, somebody's got to die for shooting my daughter, and Tig has to stay in here forever. Yeah. And so, well, go ahead, Steve. Do you have any other, anything else to say about this episode? Oh no! Nothing else happened at all. No, nothing else. It, nothing happened else at happened at all in this episode. Not no 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 no. That that minor character Opie that died oh, at minor. the end of that episode. That was a good death. I like that how was, they splattered his brains with a goddamn yeah. And made the guys watch through that glass, like to the like yeah. interrogation looking thing. Yeah. Oof. Well, and you know what? Opie's the one character in the sons that you can totally sympathize with. Because mm-hmm. all he ever, since the beginning of the series, all he ever wanted was out. Yep. And, you know, when he comes back in the first season, he's just got out of prison. And he was a lumberjack? Yeah, and he's trying to make, yeah, just kind of a decent, honest living. Yep. And kind of stay away from the sons, but he's so far in debt from being in prison, he can't get out, so he kind of goes back and... Um, then his wife gets killed, then... By Tig. Uh, by Tig. <laughs> and then, uh, Clay kills his father. Yep. And he gets remarried to that, uh, porn, porn star. star. Right. Who now has his kids. Now he gave that $20,000 to. Right. 
I mean, and then Jax makes a reference later on after he died that you know, that, like she's she's gonna be taken care of. Yeah. There's no, right. and he's, and come on, that's Jax's best friend. Right. He even pulled up that photo that I thought was pretty cool, like them on like little bicycles. Little bikes, which referenced the beginning yeah. of his funeral episode, which is the next episode, when they get out of prison and uh, he sees the two little kids and he kind of gives them that downward piece that you see bikers give mm-hmm. each other, uh, like to the future riders type thing. But yes, Jax does mention at Opie's funeral that, you know, if, you ever need anything, anything at all, there's your family out there. Yep. And if anybody ever denies you, you come to me and they'll have to deal with me. Yep. Um, yeah, so, I mean, he's the president. And he's, it's his and best friend. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, it sucks. And I, I feel bad for her because she yeah. didn't know that that was – I mean, you well, know, he just thought Opie, he's going away for a few weeks. And honestly, in that world, it kind of makes sense. Whatever. These guys do seem to disappear every now and then. Right. And, well, it's just like – and he and he was doing it to protect Jax. It's, yeah, because Jax about about stepped forward when they're like, "All right, right who's going to go?" Well, not not even that, but he was just going to jail. Yes, to be close to Jax and yes. watch Jax's back. Um, but yeah, when and when they were in the the rooms together, it was him, Jax, and Opie, mm-hmm. and they don't even go over to Tig and Chibs. Yeah. And Jax and Opie are talking about it, and the guard comes in, you know, you have to make a decision, and da-da-da-da-da. And, and that guard was a prick. Yeah. That and, head prison guard guy. And, yeah, and, uh, you know, him and Opie are talking, and he said, I had to make a choice between, you know, you and taking revenge out on Clay mm-hmm. and the club. And Opie even says, wrong choice. Yeah. He should have just let Opie kill him. And in hindsight, of course, he should have. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We'll get to that. Yep. Um, so Opie dies that episode. Next show is the funeral episode, which really, plot-wise, doesn't really move anything along. It, it didn't. Kind of it was just to seal off Opie. You yeah. Know, the, the, you know. The, the, that, you know, it's done. Right. O- Opie's done, and um, they kind of went in towards the home evasion thing a little bit, but not much. Yeah, uh, did anyone kind of like the side plot? I don't yeah, think... I don't think anyone got invaded at that time, no. like in that episode. Right. It was until the next episode. It was the next episode where the sheriff's house gets invaded and they end up shooting the sheriff's wife and killing her. Were they looking for the sheriff? No. They were looking for her, right? No, they weren't even looking for her. They were supposed to kind of break in and scare a little bit. And that was about well, it. That's what I thought when they meant scare. I thought it was just like unser, like were they trying to scare the sheriff? By either attacking his wife or him. They were trying to scare the sheriff by t- attacking his wife. Which is terrible because she's is pregnant, really, but they well, didn't know that. Well, they I didn't know think. that, and first of all, how do you scare somebody by attacking their wife when they don't even know who the fuck you are? Yeah. How would true. that scare you? Like, okay, but I don't know who you are, so what am I supposed to be scared of? Am I supposed yeah. to be scared of everybody? Fuck you! He's so, the sheriff. He's got lots of enemies, technically. He's the sheriff. Right. Sheriffs are going to have all kinds of people after him. And, uh, let's see. Uh, Jax is starting to do deals with Hale. Yep. Oh, uh, that was interesting because, um, if you remember when Hale first started running, he wanted to turn, what was the, what's the place he's... Charming Heights. Charming Heights. Well, uh, Clay didn't want it to happen. Clay's right. like, I don't want this new stuff coming into our city. Yeah, you don't, he doesn't want corporations coming in. And it was basically going to become like a big suburb. Right. And, you know, he wanted to be a little small town. 
Now, what's what's Jax do? Tire opposite. Right. He's like, I'll make you a deal. We'll let Charming Heights come in. We'll we'll we'll, we'll get this worked out for you, basically. Um, in order for uh, them to get that building that Jimmy Smiths is going to open up his new uh, escort. Place. Right. Exactly. Yeah. There's a Spanish guy now that uh, Gemma's fucking. Yep. Or was fucking. Was. Yeah. And. Yeah, can't, well, can't fuck him anymore because that would negate his deal with the Suns. I still think that they they still are going to end up with, uh, without anyone trying to notice, but it'll probably end up being found out eventually. Oh, definitely, and I think he knows that. Yeah. Um, but they blackmail a lawyer by hiring a tranny, which is one of um, Tig's very, very. I mean, this guy's <laughs> sexual. The botry shows no bounds. There is um, no bounds at all. Like I mean, you're right. He, he could fuck anything because, like, he, he references. I think as long as it kind of looks like a woman, I think yeah. that's the only rule. Yeah, I, I don't even know because that that was a huge transvestite. I mean, he was taller than any of the guys in that room. Yeah, <laughs> and like, oh, its ass was hanging out. <laughs> and I, I, I do like. Um, there's uh, at one point they're taken pictures of this lawyer who they drugged and with the tranny on top of him for blackmail photos and stuff and his stepson walks in yeah and starts taking pictures now some reason they this kid for some reason wants a blowjob from this tranny well the tranny convinced him i yeah when she I was talking think, about it right and well jack's convinced them because yeah, he's like true. oh yeah we've all been there and <laughs> Fucking, and I love Juice's yes. line. Juice's line was the best. He's like, lots of cock. And you could tell, he was trying not to laugh his ass off saying that line. I think it was also like, it was like excruciating. Like, I have to say this to add, lots of cock. Oh yeah, lots of cock. And... <laughs> that was an awesome line. That yeah, was great. The delivery I, was great, too. And, and just the whole scene of Tig was like, he, she's like, oh, or it's like, you jealous, sweetheart? And he's like, oh, yeah, a little bit. Like, really? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. Tig is fucked up. And what's weird about that, at the very end of the scene where they say, okay, well, now, uh, you know, th- this isn't the only photos we have now because now they have the tranny sucking the kid's cock. Yep. And... He's like, oh, come on, I want to hang out with you guys. And they're like, oh, yeah, come by the clubhouse. You can clean up the puke and the cum off the floor in the bathroom. And he's like, okay. And they're like, yeah, okay. Okay, go so ahead. It's like, uh, so what, do they got a new um, prospect? I don't gonna, think. You, you don't I think, think they're, they're going to pursue that line? I don't think. I think they're just going to, well, they'll use them, basically, just to do the crap dirty work and be well, like, that's what the prospect so na- does. No, but I think he's so naive that he thinks he'll be a part of the club and they're they're never going to even have him be a prospect. They'll just go through the motions with him. Kind of like Chucky. So, yeah, just so that he can do stuff that they don't want to do, basically. I wouldn't be but, surprised if he does pop up later on and he's like randomly there. I think they will make him a prospect because it's a young kid. Mm-hmm. And if they could get his loyalty up to the club... Maybe. He would be a good asset to the club because he would be damn loyal to that club. That's that's very true. Like, all the other sons now, you almost see that the club's waning because yep. Clay is ripping it in half. Because you found out that <coughs> Clay and those new members of the sons group... The nomads. Is that who they were, the nomads? The nomads, yeah. 
that. And I don't know why they're at the table. They're doing. You see, I didn't. They didn't really explain that no, from last see, yeah, season into why this they, season. Right? Why these new Wait people minute, came in? You know what? Last season they did make a mention about making the nomads part of the Suns because they needed a bigger group to go against. The cartel, maybe. I think it might have been. They need more, they need more backup, basically. I yeah. think is what it was. So they just. I think they chaptered in. The nomads in his official sons instead of just being nomads that are like affiliated with the sons. I think they end up becoming. So it was a kind of a quick yeah. one-off that I, I. It's starting to come back to me a little bit. I almost have to research it. I almost have to sit down. Like I do this a lot. Like I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, you know, yeah. go on Google or something and find out. But I think it was like a one random line when they were getting together. I think it was when they first decided they were going to start running drugs. And they're like, right. but we need more power. We need more guys there because we're running drugs. You know, this isn't a small operation. Right. And uh, let's see. Jack's made a deal with Poe. Yep. To run more drugs. You double. Like double, double the amount. And it split the table. Six and five. So you're you're kind of seeing the factions start developing. And then and then yeah. With that, and then you they seal it at the what? end of that episode. Mm-hmm. Where uh, Clay takes off his oxygen shit, runs in the house, yeah, punches one guy and says, "You weren't supposed to kill her." Yeah, because they kill the sheriff's wife with a. Because she goes for a gun when when the the, the the muggers are coming into the room and they grab the gun and it's kind of like this crazy awkward like the fire shoots her in the stomach and she's pregnant. Right. And of course, which just makes it much worse because. It's so much worse going on in general. Every, even the medically, it's much worse. You know, so the See, chances of her even, dying. Even were. at first, they um, the doctor says, "Can I talk to you?" And when he walks in the room to see her, she's not covered up or anything. So I'm like, oh, she's not. Then maybe they just lost the baby. I figured that's where I thought, I thought they were at going. first when he said, "Can I talk to right, you?" Right until uh, um, when he got when he ran over the uh, Bobby. No, <laughs> when he no, got, no, no, ran no. him over. Um, answer. Unser actually has the line, they killed her. I see. And I was like, because that's the next scene. And I was just like, oh, shit, she's dead. Like, I figured she was just lying in the bed sleeping, because usually when they show somebody dead, they cover them up. Well, I was thinking that maybe that that was, like, so that he could see her one last time before they did that. That's what I was thinking. That's what I figured afterwards, but I'm, I'm surprised that. They didn't reference it in that scene because you don't know if she's just sleeping or That's she's true. dead. Yeah. Until because you're only watching it visually, you can't. See yeah, the, and it, like, all the doctor says, "Can I talk to you?" Right. You don't know. Right. He you didn't know. say. And you thinking, "Oh, he just gave him the news that his baby's dead." Yeah. Not that his wife is dead, and then you later find out that yeah, both of them are dead. Now he's gonna go on a rampage, and that ends up happening. He actually attacks the club. Text Bobby. Text, well, yeah, so, well, specifically when they're in that group, when they're in the, they're riding across and he's in a Jeep Cherokee Bobby and he sideswipes and Jax. And he sideswipes Bobby and Bobby slides down into yeah. the grass and the gravel. Thankfully he didn't like flip. You know what I mean? He just kind of slid. <laughs> Could have ended seems, much worse. Yeah, so. Yeah, Clay's trying to undermine Jax and get his club back. And it doesn't look like it's going to happen. Because Bobby knows what's best for the club, and he's got... Tick's going along so far Tick's with Jax. Tick's going along with Jax, but they made that deal in prison. That's true. Because Jax said, look, Poe wants you to stay in here. I'll get you out, but only if you go along with everything every fucking thing I say at that table. Your vote is mine for life. And he's like, you got it. Anything you need, I'm there for you. So he's got... and. 
so he's got Tig. He's got Tig on his That's side. That's true. And That's why he was reluctant at the table, but he knew he had to do it. You're right. I never yeah. thought, I forgot about that. Yeah, he he was he didn't want to, but he was like, yeah. And that was the deciding vote. Yeah, because he was the last one. He's always and the last what, one when it comes around the table. What what I I was surprised that Bobby went with Jax. Oh, I know Vi, Vi, Bobby Bobby's the vice now. Yeah, and but drug running was never Bobby's thing, and I don't know why. I think the money he went in with Jack. You think the money? Just, I think a lot of it was the money, especially because it's double the money, and they were they didn't have to give Pope the cut. Right. Pope's like, you know what? You're going to give us so much drugs. We don't need it. We don't need to, you know, we'll, right. we'll, we'll be Here's done with the cut. your money back. Yep. I think it's that. And also, I think that what, I think he sees what Jax's end is. They make a crap ton of money, and then they get out. They make a ton of money, get out, get out, make enough money that they really don't have to worry about money the rest of their life almost. It's almost like well, a retirement plan. Yeah, but high risk. It is. High risk, and you got other problems on the table. You got to figure out what they're going to do with Pope by the end of the season. They got to figure out some end game with him. Um, they killed the uh, CEO, the correction officer, yep. and, and his the, wife. Cause and his wife. I have a theory on that. Why, why he shot his wife? No, not why he shot his wife. But okay, so remember when they, you know they handed Jax the the paper? It was like the address, you know, and they drove him to, and they're like. Don't worry, his wife's not home. She's not home till six. We've been scouting this place. Then his wife's home. Do you think that was on purpose? No. You just think it just act. She looked like she was sick or something because she had like a robe. Right, exactly. Just, but you think they'd notice the car in the driveway or something? Yeah, I, I don't know, but no, I don't think that was on purpose. It's because she was collateral, as Jack said. Right. When 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 uh, was it was a Tig that shot her? Tig. Well, Tig said that. Oh no, Jack said Jack that. said that after Tig like just goes. Boom, oh, we won't have to worry about her. Boom. Yeah. That was shocking, man. I did not think. And then he had, and then, like you said, the officer had to watch that. The yeah. correctional officer had to watch that. Well, and I think that was the reason why Tig did it. He wanted his revenge. Yeah. He wasn't going to take beating that guy to death out of Jack's hands. Because Jack's, Jack's, that was Jack's. That's, that was Jack's. So, and Tig wanted his little revenge, and he wanted to prove his loyalty to Jack's. Yeah. So he just plugged her. And that's Man. what Tiggs is good for. He can just fucking shoot anything. He is he remorseless. Care. He yeah. is. He does and not care sometimes. Yeah, something's really... And I don't know what the actor does to get into that character. Yeah. But that character is really fucked up. So, so you know, bravo performance. I, I yeah. think his name is Kim. What, what, what's I, his name? I don't know. Kim, yeah. I, I can't remember his last name, but I think his first name is Kim. Huh. He is. Uh, I've heard him on some of the commentaries, and he's completely 180 yeah. from yeah. Tig. You know, so yeah, you know, bravo. But um, yeah, he and then Jax found a pipe and beat that guy. No, he didn't get a pipe. What he, he was got? a snow globe. Snow globe. Oh, that's right. He beat him to death with a snow globe. Yeah, and it was playing some music because he wound it up. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was. But it was playing, and he beat the. He just beat him senseless and killed him, obviously. I mean, it was pretty much how Opie died, really, you know, except the snow globe. But, yeah, that was... I mean, that was Jax's revenge. You know, also, the correctional officer... Like, and Jax knew this, too. It wasn't like he was just doing his job. The correctional officer enjoyed doing it. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, if he was doing his job, he would try to prevent fights, and that, that well, is even their if, job. Even if not, even let's say, let's say when he's fighting another gang member, Jax, he knows the difference between when a guy's loving killing the guy and has to do it for his job, because there is a bit of a difference. I mean, you're still taking someone's life, but it's a completely different when you're out of your way, like, <laughs> I'm going to... You know, we're going to kill you. Correction officers are there to keep the peace. There oh, they that, were that prisoner said, yeah. was corrupt as crap. And, you know, this guy's begging for his life. You know, come on, I'll protect anybody you want on the inside. And another thing that happened there is Otto. I actually back. thought he was going to stop and not kill him for a second to try to do something for Otto. For a split second before he killed him, uh, I thought he was going to try to help Otto somehow. Well, Otto's not in county. I uh, See, I didn't think so. No, he's in state prison. And then Tara tried to go. On, right, and Tara tried to go and talk to him, and he pretty much just said, get the fuck out of here before I make you suck my dick. Yeah, he said that's the only thing. He's like, yeah, he's you're like, get on that? your knees, and she says, I'm not going to do that, and he says, well, neither am I. Yep. In other words, I've given too much. He's almost like, Otto, or, uh, yeah, Otto in a sense, or not Otto, uh, Opie in a sense, that he's given so much for that club, he just doesn't want to give anymore. He's done. He's done. He's done. He's lost all his Because they're trying to get him to to, to uh, renege on his statement that he gave to the... Right, the Rico. Rico, that was the name of it, yes. Yeah, the, the Rico, and they stalled the Rico case, so they're trying to get that squashed. That's so must, can... that, I, I, if, for them to bring that up like that means that that's going to come to an end by the end of this season, too, and it's going to tie in with the drug running, Pope. See... I'm starting to think that everyone knows that Pope runs drugs, but they haven't been able to pin it on him yet. Right. That's well. They said that. They and, said those lines exactly. And I, you know, I mean, even the sheriff, Unser, they've yeah. all said it. So we're getting to a point where I think Pope's going to get to the end of his leash, where he's about to get caught, and maybe that ties in with them not getting in trouble with Rico. Maybe they somehow get him and get they 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 frame well. They've already came out and said uh, on commentary on some of the discs on season four that they got five, six, and seven is going to be the last season. They did say that was the last yes. season. Oh, so cool. Seven is going to be the is last season. Is this fifth now? This is fifth that they're airing now. Uh, so, yeah, they, they got two more seasons to go. So, and they really probably, uh, the way Kurt Sutter has said, he wants to really wrap it up. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so, I mean, we'll see what, what happens, uh, but they do got a couple more seasons to go. They might drag that on a little bit more with Poe. What about Clay? Clay? Clay, well... Uh, do you think he's going to die at the end of this season? They've I, already let him escape once with Opie not killing him. Right. At the end of last I season. I think he's going to have to. They're, they're going to have to do something either... It's going gonna, it's gonna to come down to either Jax goes... Or Clay goes. And, as we all know, Jax is the main character of the series. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they're going to keep Ron Perlman up until the end. But, and I don't know how long they're going to let this storyline go. Because, like, they even reference it that Jax finds out what he's doing Mm -hmm. in the next episode. So it's Uh. like, they can't really have that go on too much longer. How much shit are they going to take from this guy before they just fucking kill him already? Yeah, exactly. You know, so, I mean, he's killed members, he's killed members' wives, and da 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 Now he's just killing random people. Yeah, now he's going after random people, and it seems like he's going to kill Unser. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. Reference to in the upcoming attractions, so I guess we'll find that out Tuesday. But yeah, that's Sun- Sons of Anarchy up to date, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I mean, there isn't too much else going, you know, going on with it. I mean, I'm glad that they're gonna they're getting near the end. I don't want the show to just keep continuing on forever. Right. FX is a good record with that. I mean, they don't let their shows go on forever. Too long, right? And and, and that's good because. If not, they just run out of things and they just become crazy. And yeah, and I've seen that happen to a lot of good shows. They just kind of run out of plot points, and they're like, where do we go? And then they can't think of nothing good, and it just falls. Yeah, I agree. And Sons of Anarchy is almost there, so I'm glad they already have a cutoff point that they know where they're going to end it. Because yeah. I think after this season, if they didn't have an end in sight and they tried to keep continuing on, it would really go downhill. Yeah, because it would be hard to try to... Get it to that point if you don't know where you're going. You know, just kind of putting things right. together. Just Right, exactly. It's like, how many times can we have them go to jail? How many yeah. times can we have them kill other members? How many, you know. Yeah. It's just like, Jesus Christ, just get it done. Yes. Um, Halloween's right. coming out. Halloween, woohoo! Got Halloween. Houston Goblin. You know, the thing I always like about Halloween? Halloween specials. Yes. Uh, to reference the most common, the Charlie Brown Great <laughs> Pumpkin special, which I find very disturbing, ultra disturbing, if you will. I think it should be updated for the modern age. <laughs> um, now, let's take the main plot point of this special. I think it needs to be updated. So, uh, let's go, um, okay, the Charlie Brown the Great Pumpkin main point point of this uh, special here is that Linus, the kid with the blanket, goes out and waits for the great pumpkin every Halloween instead of going out trick-or-treating with everybody else, right? The thing I find disturbing about this, doesn't he lay out in the pumpkin patch the whole fucking night? Yeah, I think so. And, like, nobody comes, like, I think somebody comes out in the morning to get him. I think Lucy does. Okay, yeah. But, I mean... Seriously, is anybody going to let their kid sleep out in a pumpkin patch overnight? And nobody ever references where I, I think. I think when Linus goes to the pumpkin patch, that there should be a guy in a paneled van there. <laughs> like, hello, little boy. And he's like, hello, are you the great pumpkin? And he's like, yes. <laughs> Would you like some candy? And then you know, you you just see the blanket on the ground and you never hear from Linus again and from losing his best friend then Charlie Brown then goes nuts and starts killing everybody at the school because he's always getting bullied and picked on mm-hmm. especially shooting that bitch that gives bad psychological advice for five cents but then again what do you expect for five cents exactly you know, and I think she should be arrested for practicing without a license that fucking ton well, see I don't think they have I don't think they have uh Licensing for psychology? Oh, that's a psychology. I was thinking psychics. <laughs> Never psychics. Mind. In some states, I think they do actually. But moving on, um, and then uh, Lucy, Charlie Brown's little sister, after her brother gets sentenced to prison for the rest of his life, and joins the uh, the w- white supremacist Aryan groups because he's already <laughs> bald. Um. She becomes a exotic dancer and a whore, and she dies somewhere shooting up heroin. Uh, Lucy gets shot by Charlie Brown. <laughs> Let's see. 
Um, this is becoming a very depressing Halloween special. I'm telling you. Well, that's what Halloween is, man. It's very depressing. I mean, think about it. Every year you hear some fucking nut trying to kill their own kid with razor blades in the candy and blaming it on some stranger. <laughs> every time, yeah. Every time that's happened, it's been some fucking adult trying to kill their own kid. <laughs> and, you know, I think somebody should call child parent services on these people. I mean, one, who lets trumpets raise children? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's see. That's why they let Linus lay in the pumpkin patch because yeah, he couldn't trumpets. understand. He yeah, couldn't understand wah, wah, that. Wah, wah. Yeah. yeah. But you know, so he he finally gets abducted, and yeah, I think you know that that's what the the Charlie Brown Chris or uh, uh, Halloween special should be. Yeah, I went from Christmas to Thanksgiving to Halloween. You did. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got all of them. We got all of them tied in. Got, got, all of them. You know, I think we talked about Thanksgiving session before. You're really, did we? Yes, we did. When did we talk you, about the Thanksgiving oh, one? Man, I, we talked about it a long time ago. Really? I'm pretty sure on this show. Oh, okay. If not, I had a strange dream about it. Well, because I've only been up here a year. This, actually, uh, this past week, it'd make my year anniversary of being in the four-state area. Ooh, so, yeah, four-state area. I've, 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 yeah, I listened to a lot of the news. We're the four-state. Yeah. Sounds like the foreskin. The foreskin <laughs> of the United States. That's right. We always overlap <laughs> and extend out. So, um, that reminds me of the Charlie Brown, like, special they had on Family Guy. And it's in the future, and they're all, like, playing, like, like yeah. and Charlie Brown comes in, he's got, like, tattoos, he's got, like, some skank with him for, like, his girlfriend. There you go. And he talks about how uh, Snoopy died, he's like, I sold him the drugs. They're, 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 like, bad drugs, basically, and Snoopy died from them. And then he's like, nobody cares about Woodstock. <laughs> and he started crying about Snoopy. See, that? there you go. I think, yeah. Now... Snoopy, I didn't really think about Snoopy too much. He probably, I, I don't think he would become a heroin addict. What I think would happen to Snoopy is that he would be pretending he was flying his doghouse a little too much, and I think he would be <laughs> locked in a mental ward. Because they're like, mad dog. No, they just put him down. They just shoot him in the back of the head. <laughs> Sorry, dog. They're like, he, he sleeps on top of his fucking doghouse. Oh, fuck him. Or when Charlie Brown disappears... Well, they Charlie put, Brown has to go to jail because they gets, give they put the dog in the pound because there's no one to protect it and it just gets put down. Very just slowly dies. Slow, dies of cancer. Oh slowly, God! Really? That would be terrible. Yeah. So that there you go. I, th- I think the pe- peanuts is very unrealistic, and I don't think it should be shown anymore because <laughs> it it shows kids that yes, let's go outside and sleep in a pumpkin <laughs> patch all night. And, you know, we can, you know, do whatever we want. And our parents are fucking trumpets. So, you know, and this is what we grew up on. So when my parents asked me, why don't you ever listen? Because of Charlie Brown. I blame Charlie Brown. Do you know that I never liked the the Peanuts? Never. I never really liked them either. Just, I didn't find it at all funny. I didn't find it funny. I didn't think it was entertaining. I thought they were always slow and boring, like any of the specials. They're supposed to be heartwarming, I guess, and they were just, like, dumb stories. Snoopy was the only one I could really even care about watching. And that was a dog. Yeah. You know, right? That's the funny thing. It's like, I care less about the humans. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just think that they're, they're out of date, and they should just stop showing that one. I know a lot of people like it, because they, 
those ones are the originals, and they have been around since the 60s. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't think they'll stop showing it just for nostalgic's sake, but... Here we go. Every album of Chipmunks has been remade multiple times, including okay, yeah. the live-action ones. Yeah. What, do you think there could be a Peanuts live-action? Or do you think they would ever do it? You think I they'd have think the balls they, to do a Peanuts live action? I, I, you know, it's like Jurassic Park. I don't care if they should. I just don't. Or I, I don't care if they could. I just don't think they should. Do you think they will, though? No. <laughs> I, I hope to God not. I, you know, I don't think they will either. And, and, well, and Charles, uh, Charles Schultz, mm-hmm. uh, the guy who doesn't, doesn't. He died die. now. You're right. So. so I don't know who owns the rights to him or anything like that. I think that. it's his family. I think his okay. family. Well, they them. they might not allow that to happen because I yeah if they haven't done it by now. I don't think they're going to. I'm sure they've gotten offers, but I, yeah, it's true. I I just I I hope that never happens. Speaking of sequels and remakes and things that shouldn't happen or shit you, that should not be that yeah, that we could make a segment of that every week. A Christmas Story. Oh, I heard about this. Has a sequel coming out on DVD. Oh. Puke. No, Daniel actually, Stern is the father. They actually no, they actually already did a sequel to a Christmas story that not, it's called the Summer Story. Oh god, not I didn't know that. Many people know about it. Yeah. It was from the same author and it was all about top spinning. Well, it was never made into a movie though, right? Huh? It was never made into a movie though, right? No, it was a movie, but oh, it really? went straight to like HBO or something. Oh. I remember seeing it on HBO. Um and because and the only reason I found out that the movie actually existed was because the guy that wrote those books was from Cleveland. Uh, they were filming that movie on the west side of Cleveland, so they had it on the local news there. Uh, um, and then I kind of caught it one time on HBO. Um, uh, 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 McDowell. Uh, um, Malcolm McDowell. Not Malcolm McDowell. His wife. Uh, Annie? Andy McDowell. Yeah, her. She played the mother in the Summer Story one. And, um, I can never think of this guy's name, but, uh, the fuck was that movie called? Uh, it was him and, uh, James Belushi. And James Belushi was trying to escape from prison so he could go to the World Series. They were both named Spencer. And he ended up getting this guy's uh, this guy's day planner or something. <laughs> I, I don't know. It was a really fucked up movie. But he was the uh, the guy that played the other sponsor was the dad. I can't think of his name right now. Um, I think one of the guy who, the kid who played Ralphie was one of the McCulkin brothers, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> but it was all about oh, I think I have heard. Yeah, I think it was Rory. Okay, Culkin, That's the not Macaulay. Yeah. Yeah, what well, wasn't Macaulay? It was Rory. I think it's Rory. Yeah, something like that. Something He's in like uh, Scott Pilgrim, actually. Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Right. But yeah, th- it was all about top spinning, and he was looking <laughs> for this fancy top instead of a BB gun. Uh, didn't have any of the charm of the Christmas Story one. It was kind of it kind of fell flat. But I can't believe they're doing another sequel. And it's a Christmas, Christmas Story two, yeah. not in movie theaters, DVD. Daniel Stern's the father. Ralphie is a teen who just got his license, and he's learning, or is about to get his license. Like he's starting to drive. That's kind mm-hmm. of the plot. So it takes place what five, six, seven, eight years after the but first movie. Then I don't know how they're going to do this. I mean, the originals. Play- I saw the trailer for it. The the original story took place in like 
the mid forties. No, no, no. It took place in the sixties. In the sixties? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they only had a radio. They didn't have a TV yet. I'm pretty sure. Are you 60s? sure? Wait, wait, yeah, no, no, yeah, because that's yeah, because Red Rider BB gun I think came out in the sixties. I always thought at least mid fifties at the very latest. Maybe fifties. Because you, you might be right. Uh, you know, maybe fifties. I could tell. Other houses didn't have a TVs in the fifties. That would still make sense. Right. But and like just the style of the sink and the fridge. And I think you're right. I think it was fifties. And so this is probably. Both fifties and this is going to be early sixties then because you know like yeah. this like because world was Ralphie in that. Uh, like 10? Ten, so six, seven years, sixteen, probably getting his license. Six, seven years, yeah, somewhere right around there. He get that's and it's and like he gets in a car and he crashes it. Surprise, and uh, of course the father finds the leg lamp. You know they smashed it. The oh, dad or he buried gets it. One. See, they found it, or they got another one. They just show him coming down the hallway, and he's got it in his hand, and he's got this big smile on his face, and the wife who. I can't remember. She's kind of somebody too. Like I've seen her in other things, and she's just like, "Oh no, yeah." It and it sounds so horrible. At least the the production values don't look bad, but it has that made for DVD type quality. If you know what I mean, where especially for a movie that the first one came out in theaters, and then this one's just. DVD, it has that touch where you can kind well, of tell. Well, the first one came out in theaters, if you remember. It didn't do well, from what I know. Well, it didn't do well, but that was the only way to put a movie out when that one came out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You couldn't put it straight to VHS because VHS was almost still in its. I don't, I don't know when the first one was made. I think the first Christmas eighty six, early eighties, I thought. Yeah, eighty. Which yeah, VCRs was were. Still, it, I mean, they're around, but they're they're expensive, right, and, and you know, they're infancy. The company, the 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 movie companies, the major ones, not like your porn and obscure like you know horror movie companies, but the major ones took forever right. to jump on VHS. So oh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, it, the first one would have had to come out. They wouldn't even have had that option. Yeah. But the first one is just such a classic. It's like, why I'm not would a you want to really fan of it? it? I don't I don't know why I don't like it. I I don't think I like the narration. You're a communist. I am. I am. I hate Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> the, well, the, that, that and the Santa Claus scene scared me when I was a kid. <laughs> ho, 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 ho. That, right, that scene alone. I remember the first just flipping around the TV and seeing it. Yeah. Because he looked creepy. The yeah, big he did red look creepy. I think that was the whole point. But I, I remember seeing that the first time when I was a kid. It was on TV. And my mom or my dad, one of one of the two, said, Yeah, you can't do that nowadays or you'll get sued for <laughs> kicking the kid down the Yeah. Road. Oh, yeah. And I was just like. That's what you that that's what you bring to mind, like you know, kicking the kid that you'll you'll get sued. What the fuck? The <laughs> I did think that the place well, was cool as a kid. Could you imagine if you got to meet Santa Claus and then you got to go down that slide? That would be cool. awesome. Would that be I, I, right? And well, and that captured my imagination as a kid because that was filmed mm-hmm. in Cleveland. Oh. And I was like, and that that was the Higbees in downtown Cleveland. It used to be huge. Did did it have that slide? No. <laughs> no and that, that, that's what I, I was like. Can we go down there and, and see Santa so I can slide down the slide? And my mom's like, what are you, stupid? No, they don't do that. Because of you'll get sued. You know? So it's like, fuck. 
But yeah, that captured my. I was like, "That's funny." Can we, can we go downtown and look through the windows and see all the toys like Ralphie did? They filmed it in Cleveland. You know, when I no, I didn't find that out till like maybe one or two years after seeing the film. Mm-hmm. They mentioned they lived on Cleveland Street. But then, you know, somebody mentioned that, oh, yeah, they filmed it on the west side. We know where the house is at. Ah. And the guy actually bought the house and converted it so it looks just like it is in the movie. Huh. So it's a museum to oh, the... Oh, cool. Yeah, to the movie now. And so I was like, oh, let's... Can we go down so I can, you know, do the slide? And it's it's right down there. And, you know... <laughs> Stop, my mom's like, away. Yeah, my, my mom's <laughs> like, no, they don't do that kind of shit. <laughs> You know, so I wish we didn't have to worry about those petty you know, suing. Yeah, lawsuits. I do too. But you know, we we'll be so be. much cooler to live in because we better do much different things. Because yeah, and you know, people that really need help from that kind of thing that were actually done wrong can't even get the help anymore because too many fucking people are just suing yeah. for no fucking reason. It's bullshit. Fuck yep. you. Whoever's suing for no reason, go well, shoot yourself in the since, fucking head. Since this is Halloween, um. Just real quick, since this has come to mind, what's some of your favorite like horror or movies you watch around Halloween? Ooh, okay, well, because I mean, I, I would assume they're horror movies. Right. I don't, I don't think you're like, yeah, you know, I like to watch a movie about Christmas <laughs> around Halloween. Well, um, actually, we we did kind of a weird thing this year. We went out and bought a bunch of different horror movies to watch each week. So let's see, we watched Poltergeist. Okay, Poltergeist died. My woman's never seen that one. Uh, Fourteen oh eight. Okay. Um. Let's see. We got Jacob's Ladder. Okay. Uh. And we still have The Shining. Uh, Jack Nicholson. Okay. Uh. And I got Hannibal Rising too. Is that the newest one? Of yes. the of all like of yeah, all. Yeah, that's the prequel. Okay, I I did see that one. Yeah, I didn't one like I, it. I, the only one I don't have is Red Dragon. Okay. Do, have, do you have uh? What's it called? Manhunter. Manhunter. Yeah, there was in the seventies. It, it's Red oh, Dragon. The original. I'm talking mm-hmm. about the 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 art. Yeah, uh, uh, Anthony Hopkins ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I watch zombie movies. I mean, I I usually have like a zombie movie marathon for myself and watch okay. usually all the George A. Romero movies. And I'll throw in like a I have a an Australian zombie movie called Undead. Okay. Where zombies. Good night, mate. Get on you. Kind of like that, <laughs> and it's in like a really small town in the middle of nowhere in Australia because apparently they have towns that are like that, literally like a couple houses, 100 miles till you get to the next place, and these zombies, these zombies attack, and it's like weird. It's like, what the hell's going on? I'm going to go ahead and just kind of tell you what happens. Like, they get to the end, there's like a barricade. Like, the whole, like they find the whole like area is barricaded in, and they think it's the government. They're like quarantine them, quarantining the place, and... Aliens came down. I am not shitting you. Aliens came down. Apparently, the, the zombie plague is something to do with something that happened with them or something like that. It's been a while since I've really said that and watched it. They quarantined a place to kill all the zombies and to cleanse it. Hmm. What a weird freaking way for like a zombie movie to end out of nowhere. Aliens are there protecting <laughs> this place so that it doesn't escape to the rest of the world. Because either they they caused the problem inadvertently, like they didn't mean to do it. They either caused the problem inadvertently, or they had it happen on their planet. So they were they they were following this thing happening in other places to stop it from spreading. But the thing was weird. I like to normally watch during Halloween, and I'm kind of disappointed I didn't get it. Was like Tales from the Dark Side, the Twilight Zone. But mm. we, we've already talked about that mm-hmm. extensively. How I like those. 
Um, and there's always, you know, I, I do like going to a haunted house. We already went to a haunted house once this year. Oh, cool. It wasn't that really it We're wasn't at. That good. Um, that, um, House of the Rising Sun. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, it was it was alright, but it it was nothing. Some were kind of hokey, unless yeah. they're done like I mean, unless they're like goddamn like Broadway style they, productions. They really moved you through this one really fast. Uh. And back um, back where I grew up, we used to have these really big haunted houses that they had at the fairgrounds. So they would build these huge mazes and things. And you could run around there all night, and then you could ride any ride, and they had like a fair set up so you could ride rides in between, (laughs) and it was just like a whole experience. We got through this haunted house in like a half hour. And then you're done. And then you're done. Oh. like, oh, boo, really? Yeah. We just have bucks on this? Yeah, exactly. And they really kind of rushed you through quick. Huh. So it was just like, oh, you you didn't have that feeling like, I could go this way, or the, you know the other ones were mazes, so I could like go this way or this way. So you could go any way you wanted, and you were bound to have somebody at least go pop out, go boo, and kind of <laughs> freak you out a little. But this one, they were rushing everybody through kind of like the same thing. And if you were at the back of the line, they'd pop out and scare the first people coming. But that you knew it was coming, you know, because <sighs> you were, you know what I'm saying? Because they put you through in groups, so it's just like boo, you know. It, it, they had a couple good technical things there, mm-hmm. but all in all, it just kind of sucked. It was just like, boo. I was seeing that Bush Gardens has a really big one this year. Uh-huh. Like this huge one that looks kind of interesting, but that's a heck of a yeah. drive to Bush Gardens. And, well, and I was trying to talk uh, Jesse to go into, uh, what's that one in Washington, that museum park? In D.C.? Yeah. Uh, Six Flags? Not Six Flags. There's a Six Flags like near, like in Virginia, right right below D.C.? Not Six Flags. There's another one. King's Dominion. Uh, King's Dominion, yes. King's Dominion. That's in Virginia. They have haunted houses out there. Yeah. Like Cedar Point does that. Like almost all of them do that because it's like the last hurrah before they got to shut down. Yeah, Hershey Park might do that up in Hershey, Pennsylvania. That's way too far of a drive. Yeah, it's pretty far. Five hours, I think, four hours, five hours. But I I was trying to get her to go up to one of those because those, they usually have the mazes and shit. I kind of like that because you can go off and do what you want to do. Yeah. You know, and if somebody jumps out, you know that, like, maybe the person ahead of you will get it, but since you're not going through in groups, they're allowed to pop out at random. You know? and <laughs> that's so awesome, because then you don't know a, when. Right, it's yeah. more of a, that's kind of what I want, the more of the drama. Awesome. Flow. But the, the what we went to, it was just like, like, we were at the back of the thing, just talking or whatever, you know. The, the only one that even came up on me was this guy in a ghillie suit right around the cornfield. And he kind of got up on me real quick, and I turned around, and he's like, oh, shit. I just <laughs> got you. Yeah, and, and I'm one of those people that don't like to be touched. Oh. So it's like, yeah, if somebody would come up behind me and touch me, they would like... <laughs> and I keep warning my woman about this, because she's one of those people that likes to hide around corners and shit. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, I catch her, people, but... One time, she scared me, and I cocked back. <laughs> and she went, whoa! You know, it's, it's a reaction, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I was just like, I am the one person you know not to do this That thing. reminds me, have you seen that? There's a really popular video on YouTube, and it's in a school. Normal school. Yeah, I've, I've seen and it. And the black kid, the black yeah. kid gets scared by a guy in a werewolf suit, and he just and turns he around and hits him. Right knocks him yeah. out. They actually had that on uh, True TV, one of those world stubbest things. 
Like it, those dumbest they, pranks. Some people, they man, like, up, you know. Bam, yep. And just popped it, and nobody goes and checks on the kid that's in the <laughs> fucking garbage can. And it's like, eh, whatever, he's knocked out, we go. One thing I would like to still do, uh, like, movie-wise this year before Halloween is... I've been trying to just find on VHS, because I'd like to do it on VHS, find, like, old copies of, like, Nightmare on Elm Street. Because there's something about VHS that always seems better than, like, throwing them on, like, a DVD to me. Mm-hmm. And watching, like, some of the old Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Well... Uh, AMC's been showing the Friday yeah, the Thirteenth right. movies, yeah, which is kind of cool. But they're on AMC, so yeah, they cut out everything. The crap, but it's like, oh great, you don't get to see any of the there's the more sex, the boobs, done on the, the movie than in the movie. What yeah, the hell? yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's like I, I like the idea of watching it like in like old formats for like a lot of these things because it's like I like that that old grainy feel like the old VHS tapes for especially horror movies. Well, there was one. Kevin Smith actually mentions that I kind of want to see it was like Ride to the Devil or something Ride with the Devil he, Ride with the Devil I think it's what it's called I think I know what yeah, you're talking a little Winnebago, bit Winnebago and he mm-hmm. said there's like this girl with tits and a dick at the end of it for some what? reason what? really? yeah it, it's really fucked up like they do this it's late 70s or early 70s and they do this really bad photoshop with, like, this girl with blonde hair standing there, and she has the body of this little Indian dude. Ew. And, and naked, yeah. It's really fun. This up. is something you might have some interest in. Um, I got this from Camp Motion Pictures. It's called... It's it's a four-pack or five-pack of, of movies, called, and it's called The Basement. Okay. And they're all these extremely low-budget, like, made with, I'm not lying, like, VHS cameras. Uh-huh. And uh, that movie on the cover is called The Basement. And it's literally, <laughs> if you look at the quality, it looks like crap. Yeah. They go to a basement, and these people, like, find out what, ha- what they do in the future, like, evil things, and they get killed for it. But uh, on there is a movie that... Uh, it's it's been on law like a lot of people have talked about it online and stuff. It's called Video Violence. Yeah, it's super low budget. One of my favorite like it's not like horror, but it, it's a Young horror movie. It's in the opens genre. A video store in a small town. Yes. populated by violent, addicted amateur filmmakers, led by the demented Howard and Eli. Really? Okay. They um. Basically, these people, these new people, uh, come into the town. They they open a video rental store, uh-huh. and they get this tape that doesn't have their, their their the thing on it. And they're like, "What is this?" And one of the workers is like, "Let's just throw it in the VHS and see what it is." Throw it in the VCR, throws it in. It's a freaking snuff film. Nice. <laughs> and it's and it, what it's done is that Howard and Eli they're like game show hosts, and they're like, "Let's let's hack this person up today." And they're like doing all kinds of crazy stuff to these to these like women and like guys and stuff, huh. and. It's not done in like that, like like uh like eight millimeter type or like realistic ways. Like they're still they're scared, but it's so like cheesy and the effects look pretty good for honestly being a movie that a group of people just did like pretty low budget because there's only a few actual actors in it. Most right. of them are people from that the guy knew. Right. And it's just them. They you know they discover the plot and everybody in the town like no one in the town rents dramas or comedies they all rent from the horror section and here the whole town's in on it they all know what's going on and they just let it happen they feed the meat of the of the victims at the deli they just grind it in with their hamburger wow 
that's some fucked up shit. I, it, it's done like so cheesy. I love it. I, and anytime, you know, any obviously anytime there's a, a person passing through, that's the people they always use well, see, as the victims. I always loved horror flicks when I was a kid, but not for the gore or for the horror, because in the 80s you knew that you were going to see some titties. Oh, dude, easily. Always. That's the great thing about... There's even ones in those. Yeah. And those are super low-budget 80s horror movies. Yeah, see, I mean, it's just like no matter what... That comes with a, uh, a five-pack DVD and a VHS tape of The Basement. Since it never got released when it originally came out, they're like, well, we'll release it on DVD and we'll put it on VHS. Oh, that's why the boxes. <laughs> yeah, that's why. It's, it's one of those huge <laughs> cardboard boxes. Yeah, it's... At, for cheesy, like, horror movies, it's fun to watch just because it's super cheesy now what do you think would be the best horror movie that you've ever seen um hmm I can't think of any of the, like are we talking like movies that scared you or just done really well either or oh man well go go for both give me the one that's done the one that's, that's you know the honestly the, the, the Jason you. movies in some ways kind of scare me the early Friday ones the yeah um, not the first one but the ones with actual Jason, because I think because he was like maskless, he didn't, he didn't, yeah, instead he of mask, went, he was like he soulless. Didn't put the hot hockey mask on till three. Well, I thought he had it in two. No, the first one's his mother. No, the the first one's his mother. The second one, he has a bag over his head. Oh, okay. So that has to be it'd be three. Yeah, because it'd be like three through. What's the one's Manhattan? Like seven. Okay, it goes uh, Friday Thirteenth, Friday Thirteenth Part Two. Friday the 13th Part 3, um, then I think 4, they started getting into the... Taglines, like Part tag 4, lines. blah, 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 something. Because yeah, one was Jason so, Takes Manhattan. That's yeah, when it got that, a little too was, goofy. Yeah, I think that was 8. There was 4, A New Beginning. There was 5, The New Blood. Or no, Jason Lives was 5. Mm-hmm. 6 was A New Blood. 7, no, 7 was The New Blood. 6 was... Oh, fuck, I can't remember them all. They, 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 they run together. Eight, yeah, eight was Jason Takes Manhattan. Yeah. And then they had Jason Goes to Hell. Yeah, I then saw Jason that too. Jason X. Yep, that was, then, that was good though for what it was. And, I love that then movie. Then they had Jason vs. Freddy, I think, was the last yeah, one. Yeah, that's the last one. And then, and then the remake. Which I haven't watched yet, but I heard it's kind of like... The remake? Re- yeah. The remake? No, I didn't like the remake. I, I saw the Halloween remake. Oh, it was just the first that, one, not the, the second one. That was. They, I thought they were both good. The way Rob Zombie. I really did him. like the the first one. Yeah. I just haven't seen the second one. Yet. The, the way Rob Zombie did him, he I think he did him better than the original. He added something to him because the the very first original Halloween, it just takes place on Halloween and that's it. You don't it, see any of the backstory. Well, that's why part two, I think it was the original Halloween two. Uh huh. Didn't have was it the Halloween two? The original one didn't have it didn't have Michael Myers because the idea was that. The idea the was masses. that Michael Myers was going to be a villain. Yes. The idea wasn't going to be that Michael Myers would be a villain of all the series. It was just that they all took place on Halloween. Halloween, right. And, but then no one liked it, so then they went back to just Michael Myers was in all of them. Right. So, but the, uh, yeah, I remember that scene then on TV, the Halloween mask that fucked people up yep. and turned them into ghouls and shit. Yeah. Um, but the way Rob Zombie did him, he added something to Michael Myers mm-hmm. that you didn't know about before. You know, yeah, that like he spent like they mentioned it through dialogue in the first one like yeah he grew up in this mental institution because you know da 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 but 
Rob Zombie put that on screen. Yeah, you saw it. Yeah, and you saw it, and it was it. It, kinda, it was a little grittier too. Right. And, uh, the ending when she shot him in the face, uh-huh. she was like on top of him yeah. and pulled the trigger. That was yeah, that was the second one. No, it was in the first one too. Was it? Yeah, I've only because I've only seen first uh, first of the new Halloweens. I haven't seen. The I second. got them both. I don't know, but um, like the the remake to Friday the Thirteenth added nothing. And it actually took away a lot of it. Hmm. Um, well, Jason's in it. That's well, obvious. Yeah, Jason's in it. That's one. Number two, it's not like these kids came up. Yeah, well, they still have these kids came up. They have a wild party or whatever. But it's it was like they all they started out with a missing girl, and then they go to and then like Jason keeps her for some odd fucking reason. <laughs> And kills everybody else, which makes no sense. And it wasn't as gory. And they just didn't have that spectacle of death. Like, oh, yeah, those one were... One thing I remember from the very original Friday the 13th was Kevin Bacon getting stabbed through the bed mm-hmm. while he's getting fucked. Yeah! And... Yeah! You know, and they didn't have anything like that. So it wasn't like some guy stalking under the bed and, you know, kills you while you're sleeping. It didn't have that kind of spookiness to it like the original had. And, um, I don't know, I just didn't like it for some other reason. I haven't seen the reboot of, uh, Nightmare yet. Nightmare and Elmer. I haven't either. I, so. I think they added a little more of his backstory at the start. Do they? And, um,. Freddy Krueger's played by uh, Kelly from the Bad News Bears. Really? Yeah. Jackie Earl Hale, or however you say his last yeah, name. I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, he's also he's uh, Rorschach in Watchmen. Okay. Uh, it's I didn't that know. guy. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. shit. Yep. I didn't well, even you, put honestly, that together. Because you, you, haven't, that. you don't see him in enough movies, you'd never, you wouldn't put two and two right. together. You don't see his face too often. Yep. Wow, okay. Yeah, so he plays all... That's funny. Rorschach... And then he plays Freddy Krueger, and then he's the crazy motorcycle guy from Bad News Bears. Bad News Bears. <laughs> I didn't even think about that until you mentioned it. Then I thought of the teeth. Yep. The teeth. I was like, oh, oh shit, that is him. Fuck. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. That's who... I, I know they had a little more mm-hmm. uh, about, like, because he was like a pedophile. Or, yeah. or, or... I don't know if he was a pedophile, or they claim that he was a pedophile, you know, and, and then, like, the, the burning of him, burning right. of him. Like, there's a little more well, of that, that at the start. Back story of Freddy Krueger that... He's going to haunt them where they can't get them. Or right. Or parents he, can't protect them. Protect their children, but he would kill children. That mm-hmm. was his thing. But did you ever see Freddy's Dead? The I one don't... Where they released it in theaters, there was... The ending was in 3D. They supposedly had a little girl or whatever... No, I don't. Da, 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 da. And it was the last one with Robert Iglet in it. No, no. Well, that's not true because they had New Nightmare after that. Yeah. Oh, he was also. Wasn't he also. Was he Freddy in uh, Freddy vs. Jason? I'm not sure. I think he might have been. I know that uh, Kane Vodder uh-huh. was the guy that played, like, Jason, and he stopped being in some of the newer Jason movies. Right. Like, the, I know he wasn't in. He was, he's not in the remakes either of Friday the 13th. But I think he was in Jason X, but I don't think he was in Freddy vs. Jason. Because Kane Vodder's a big guy. Yeah, really tall. They wanted to make him shorter. 
in the in the so more recent. So they could compare it to Freddy versus exactly because if not, it'd be like, dude, Jason would win. Yeah, but then I don't again, know. Freddy could control in his dreams. I don't know if Robert England did you know the Freddy versus. Jason. I know he did New Nightmare because that was a big deal. He came Is, back to do New Nightmare. I, I, the one he actually that, played himself in New Nightmare and Freddy. The one that scared me the most, and I'm thinking it's a New Nightmare, but I can't remember. Uh, I, all I remember is these kids come into the town. There's no one in the town, and they go to like this school, and then they they, they talk about 1492 Columbus sailed the ocean blue, and it's like all creepy because there's no one around. Which that, one is that? That was I think that was in Freddy's Dead. Okay, because that, is that, it's the one where the kid like Freddy throws something on his ear, and then the guy and he turns into his mother. And says you need to wash out your ears or something like because like yeah because like he's playing like uh, musical instruments or something and he's like and his mother's real crazy and then she he and he like somehow like tricks him into putting a um, a Q-tip through both ears so that he pokes his eardrums out and um, I think that's Freddy's dead and uh, he pokes them both out and then he can't hear. The rest of the like the it's like near the end of the movie. It's really and then sometimes they cut to his perspective and he can't hear anything. It was it was like really weird. That was like that was the, the scariest one. I, that was one of the scariest movies to me when I was a kid. In general, right. that was right. Uh, the, well, that came out when I was like sixteen. But the one that scared me the most was um, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two because. My bed was right next to a window. <laughs> and even though I was on a second floor, through that movie, Jason jumps through a window and grabs somebody and takes mm-hmm. So that scared me. And then after seeing the second Nightmare on Elm Street, um, that scared me a little bit because that was all about possession. Yeah. And Freddy possessed the one kid, so that like really freaked me out. But after that... Um, I don't know the ones that really scare me of late that I've uh, saw. Just it didn't scare me, but I like the twist at the end. The first time I saw it, the, I was like, which Holy one? Shit. Like the first the, one? The very first one. The very first. After one that, good. you kind of got it. Well, you know who he ends up who ends up being like Jigsaw or working for Jigsaw, like near the end, like the final one. Yeah, it ends up being you were telling yeah, me. Yeah, Carrie Elway's the guy that cut his foot off yeah. ends up being like one of the guys that helps him at the end. Yeah. So, I I don't know I I I what they got seven now I think that it was like the final chapter no and probably something. people are gonna bitch at me for this one too but paranormal activity oh yeah no yeah the first time I saw that that scared the fuck out of me it is pretty and weird. I and that only came out the original one only came out what four years back yeah because they've done one every year one every and year it's the fourth one just came out so right so it's just like you know I'm twenty nine years old I bet whole by myself watching this paranormal. And I'm like, that's fucked up, you know? And the way they shot it, it makes it even, like, everybody's like, oh, it's so low budget. But it's, that's what makes it spooky. It doesn't, horror movies don't have to have big budgets. No, they and don't. That's a, and that's a perfect example. Not exam. at all, yeah. It was made for, like, uh, I think I've read it was, like, $17,000? I don't know. It was, it's one of the, it's one of the, Highest money making grossing movies uh, because the budget was so low yeah. that it just it. Well, it, that's how Saw was. Yeah, it's true. Saw but, wasn't then cost that much. Or there's a lot of horror there was movies. One room. Yeah, that's all the original Saw. And that was the premise. That's why when when they came with the second one, the third one, they kind of started to get away from that. Now, saying that, I've never seen Paranormal Activity two. I I've seen, seen two three. and three. Uh, 
I've seen two and three. Yeah. Uh, two is pretty good. If you like the first one, you'll like the second one. Okay. But the third one, it just becomes – the third one has – it's like the second one was like kind of similar to the first one, but it made it a little more scary. There's a little more going on. The third one was like a flashback to the, the, the original two sisters from the first one. Okay. And you learn a little more of the backstory. You kind of do in all the other ones too. But the gag's kind of done. Yeah. If you get what I mean, like you can only watch it so many times, and you're like, and you're like, I just waiting for the when the when they officially come out, you know, like because the first like forty minutes, you're like, yeah, little things are going on. They're gonna start learning more and more. Come on, get to the point, you know, because you've seen yeah. it. Um, now the fourth one, I, I I'll, I'll I'll get on like DVD or something. I like I'll watch it then because it's the neighbors from I think the first movie. They start having stuff happen to them, and that's what that one's about. That's yeah. That kind of seems stupid. See, exactly, because that's, that's the problem with these horror movies when they start getting all these multiple sequels. Right. It's, you got to figure out a way to do it, but you, you, you got to make it similar enough to where people are still going to watch it, but different enough to where people aren't going to go, oh, this is just, it's almost the a remake. Thing, right. Yeah. And, I'm, I mean, but it was, yeah. That, you the have to, thing. I might borrow that off you. I don't have it. Oh, you suck. I actually, they're on. Netflix. That's how I was able to watch. Uh, that's how I was able to watch like one, three, your like damn one. Netflix. Actually, all three. I'm telling you, man. I know that. I know that you don't like have like like uh, no, a normal TV with like something with Netflix yeah. on it. But dude, yeah. I'll probably have to get that after Christmas. But I love Netflix. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, Paranormal Activity. Seeing that for the first time. That that. I think that up to date. Since I was 29 years old when I saw it, mm-hmm. because when I was a kid, seeing a horror movie is very different entirely. From seeing a horror movie now, and since that was able to scare me when I was an adult, like it, that's, a big, shit, yeah, that's a big yeah, deal. That's a big deal. Yeah, I thought that was a very good put together movie. I have it. I mean, even see it like stuff like uh, Final Destination. Like you get moments in there where you go, "Whoa!" Yeah, you know, but it doesn't scare you. Yeah, uh, that that scared me. It was like that could actually probably you know it, it almost looked like did that really happen to somebody? And I, and the reason why I saw that movie at that time was I was working at Blockbuster, and some guy actually came in, and it was after I saw the movie, and he goes, "Yeah, I heard this was really scary." Or he it was around Halloween. He said, "I'm looking for a scary movie," and I was like, "Did you ever see Paranormal Activity?" He's like, "No." He goes. Uh, he goes, oh, is this one based on a true story? Or is this, is this a true story? And I said, well, I said, no, it's not a true story. He goes, well, I heard it was a true story, because it, it's really just this guy filmed his bedroom and stuff. And I go, <laughs> well, I go, have you seen on the box where it says alternate ending? He says, yeah. I said, well, it can't be an alternate ending if it was a true story. No, cut it. It can only end one way if it was a true story, right? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I, I guess you're right. That's good. I kind of just deflated the dudes. It was filmed like it could be real. Though. No, That's it, the cool it was. part. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of people did think that. Mm-hmm. Like, this was a guy who was actually it just hit, filming what was going on in his it, house. It hit at the right time when the ghost hunting show started to become popular. Yeah, it did. And it so did. it had this, like, this thing that looked real. It was done so well. I mean, it was done. The the effects looked really great because you could not tell that 
there's someone like pulling like strings. That's always I assume that's probably how they did it. Or they had some, or the, the the floor was not a normal floor. There was something under it where they could move things yeah. so you couldn't see it. Like like giant magnet type things is how I always assumed. But man, like done you how they do that is what it looks like, and it's awesome. Um, what's your f- favorite horror movie though? Favorite horror movie. Ooh. I know mine. I do know that one. I, you know, so it could be for any reason, obviously. Because, um, well, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Favorite horror movie. Now, in terms of what though? Anything you want. I mean, it could be just because it scares you a lot, or you just like the movie. You think it's done really well, like filmed really well. Um, because I always like the psychological thrillers. That's why I like mm-hmm. Saw because it was kind of the guess the who done it kind of thing. Yeah. The original Saw. The first time I saw that, it did have me stumped up until the end. Um. Now, with that being said, I kind of, I do like Jacob's Ladder. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought and fourteen oh eight was done very well. Uh, so it had to, uh more recently. Oh God, I haven't really watched too many horror movies recently, so I'm gonna have to go with cross between Paranormal Activity and fourteen oh eight. Actually, there you go. That's What's a good your one. favorite? Uh, the original Dawn of the Dead. Okay. The one from 1978, the one that's filmed up in Monroeville. All right. Um, that one is just that's easy. It's my favorite zombie movie. It's my favorite horror movie. It's it's probably going to be my favorite horror movie for a, a long time. Not that it was scary, because it certainly wasn't scary. But there's something about it, like well, the, the idea of I mean, obviously, it's humans coming back to their native place, like shopping and things like that. Very like consumerism, like very like first yeah, first world really? problems. Like, uh, I just got. I need new clothes. We need well, Walmart. It was, it was like that. That's become so ingrained in our head that that's like the first place that our subconscious wants to go to. Um, but also the fact that the humans themselves go there too. That's where they think is their safe haven. Let's go to the shopping mall. Days. I mean, I think it looks like it might be a place we could fortify ourselves, which is kind of funny. Um, <laughs> I, I, I like that. I, I like zombies. Um, I like what they do. I like the creative aspect of that movie. Have you ever seen the original one? Uh, probably bits and pieces. It's like, uh, usually they're giving away a free car. Okay. So they use the car to drive around the mall to pick up things. And since all the mall, all the stores have like giant barricades, you know, like the big metal ones, they use those like, to the advantage. There's a, a truck shipping place down the street. So they pull the trucks up to the doors so that the zombies can't get in between. And, um, but what happens is, uh, a biker gang rolls in. Uh, they're just like nomads. They're just driving across the U.S., scavenging from places and they come across the mall they see the helicopter that they've used on top of the building and so like people are in there so there's got to be stuff there they just open up the mall and just start killing zombies and like a dude uh, like the guys are kind of goofy that's led by tom savini the special effects guy he puts his uh, one of the guys puts his arm in uh, one of the heart rate monitor things and the zombies overrun him and rip him out and his arm stuck in the heart monitor and they just they run they, and then and then the biker gang starts fighting the humans that are there because the some of the humans that are there are like they're taking our stuff and they start fighting over it. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's it's also tragic. Like at the end, the ultra ending, um, the one woman like because most of them die. The one woman learns to fly the helicopter and she's about to leave. And the main uh, one of the main guys who's in um, he's the one black guy in the Devil's not Devil's Rejects. What's this? Yeah, he's in Devil's Rejects. He's like there's like a preacher type guy in Devil's Rejects, and he's in that. Um, he kills himself. That's the alternate ending. He's just like there's no hope for the world. Kills himself, and the real ending he ends up. Say he ends up surviving and going with her. 
He decides at the last second he's about to pull a gun. He's like, no, and leaves. And, like, zombies get their heads cut off with helicopter blades, and they do it like practical effects. Like, how the hell do they do that? They had a real guy with a fake head stand up to the helicopter blade. (laughs) You see, I'm not really into zombies that much. So, like, I mean, I saw Zombieland. But that oh, that's a, that's a good movie. It, it, that, that's an, that's a good comedy action. Yeah, I, yeah. I do like that. Um, the only Walking one, Dead. I guess you haven't watched Walking Dead, the TV series based off the comic. I'm not really into it. Oh my god! I like yeah, the new episodes have just started. Yeah, sort of comic book man. That's the only, exactly. That's the only right after. Like, right yep. after Walking Dead. Oh so my god! I love like Walking it's Dead. The end of Walking Dead. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean people, zombies aren't your thing. There's a lot of good psychological stuff that goes on in... I've read, like, 20 issues of the comic. Mm -hmm. It's, like, uh, a little over 100 now. Because it started off as a comic. And believe it or not, the first issue, there's only, like, 500 issues made because they didn't think it was going to be a big deal. A comic is one of the most expensive modern comics because Mm -hmm. they just didn't think it was going to be worth anything. Hmm. Yeah. But it's it's a good series psychological. There's all kinds of weird shit. Different things happen between the, the humans that have survived. Wow. And they find they find out it's a hopeless world. They find out whatever it is is airborne. So that matter no matter how you die, you turn into a zombie. So it just makes it worse. So, so every time they kill a zombie, does that zombie come back as a zombie? No, no, zombie? as long as they set you guys sever the spinal cord like like any other like zombie movie for the most part. But if you fucking die of natural causes, so if you somehow survive and you fucking die like eighty from like just your fucking heart stops, like in a second or two, you'll fucking kick back up as a zombie. So every time they bury somebody, they gotta chop off their head. Yep, basically. Right. Even if they die of like like, there's a lot of like fa- uh, factions and groups, mm-hmm. and they meet people that you can't trust and shit. And like, yeah, dude, if they get shot, like, cause they they have like gun battles and stuff between other humans while the zombies are there and they're starting to attack because they forget that they're there. Like, yeah, like if you get die of a gunshot wound. You're going to come back as a zombie. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah, that is kind of fucked up. But anyway, well, I think that's our good thing on uh, horror movies there today. Yeah, we went a little long on this one, but that's okay. Yeah, fuck it. Well, our fans will love it. Well, for our digs, I'm Dan Ryan. And I am Steve Diggs. Late.